It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz defeat the Indiana Pacers in a blowout, in a dominating 104-84 blowout. I am very reluctant to jump on boards of bandwagons and things of that nature. I... This one moves my meter. This one was really impressive. Well, why would it, would it move your meter? Because I think Indiana's really good. Indiana, with Victor Oladipo playing this year, have won 65% of their games. They are 37-21 and 21 when Oladipo plays. They'd won 9 of 10 at home. They'd won 7 of 9 overall. They were rolling. They, they were struggling a little bit offensively, but... I mean, this was not a close basketball game. You do not go on the road very often. They Jazz trailed 8-2, to closed the quarter on a 30-12 to run, and then the game got to 8 for about one possession, and otherwise, this just was never close. Well, they led by 12 after the first quarter. But would you consider this to be a high-powered offensive team? Indiana? Yes. No, but they've been all right all year. I mean, they're the ninth best offensive team in the league. And the Jazz just – but when Rudy takes away the rim, it eliminates team's entire game plan. Well, I thought he did a great job of doing that, but also thought the fact that they they didn't knock down threes. But they didn't get any transition points there as well. So, which means the Jazz were taking the ball out of the net. I mean, they were taking the ball out of the net because um, – and, and were not able to score on the other end of the floor because of Rudy. So, I mean, I think that was basically the ball game right there, uh, and they couldn't figure it out. I thought in the third period they really tried to pick up their defense. They started getting a little aggressive out there on, on, uh, above the, uh, the three-point line, and even that didn't work. So the Jazz had their answer tonight. Late third quarter, the Pacers made a surge at the Jazz, and the biggest play of the night is Crowder th- gets into the basket and kicks it out to Donovan who has a catch-and-shoot three, and he buries it to take a nine-game back to 12, and that kind of ripped the heart out of the Pacers. So the Pacers did make a surge, but every time they made a surge, the Jazz had an answer. The in, 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 And really, both sides. The Jazz were great offensively and defensively tonight. And, and I think we got to give Rubio some credit here. I mean, uh, not some credit. we got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, I, I, when he came back off of his injury for a couple of ball games, seemed like he struggled there a little bit. But his energy level, and, and even if he's not shooting the basketball well, he still impacts the game enough to what to makes us good. There's a play tonight. The Jazz are up 20. Donovan Mitchell throws a bad pass across the court. Bonjanovic steals it, is going for a dunk. There's six minutes left. It's a 20-point game, and Rubio ends up flying into the crowd because he's trying to block the dunk. Like, if you want the passion that this guy plays with, and it's and it's it's coming across to this team. Well, it, yes, a- absolutely. And, and as long as he plays like that, I, I think everyone else follows suit. But he comes out in that first quarter. He does so much in that first quarter, I think, that gets everyone's juices going and, and to the point where the Jazz pick things up there pretty well. And, and I believe that as much as we love Rudy, we got to love Rubio as well. Okay, well, I'm going to give Jay Crowder a little love because Jay Crowder tonight, 28 minutes, he's plus 17. So the Jazz were plus 17 when Crowder was on the floor, only plus three when he was off. The lineup of him with the starters and Rudy, and also when he played with Derek tonight, he's sliding between the three and the four. But he just plays. Like, I didn't realize really tonight that he had 16 points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, he just plays, and he's giving the Jazz something every night. Yeah, I'm looking at those numbers, and, and you know, some guys you can see they, they're just out there on the floor and, and – uh, you wonder, what, what did he do? And, and I think sometimes you can look at, at, at Crowder's numbers like that. 
he was out there on the floor, but then when you look at the box, the box score, then you and, and you start thinking about the the the, the game and, and what he was able to do out, you know, without what he was able to do that wasn't really noticeable, that really impact. He's he's a great player coming off the bench. He can play two positions. Uh, he, he's six foot six and two hundred and forty pounds, so he can go and play that four and not get pushed around. Well, and that defense, there's some defensive lineups the Jazz are throwing out there that are pretty darn good on the perimeter. Neto made some nice plays tonight, by the way, in nine minutes. He had three assists. He was his usual how will Neto nine minutes plus fifteen tonight to give to the Jazz. Uh, Donovan had his usual. Rudy was just ter- another twenty third twenty ten game in four nights for Rudy, and he just I'll, I'm going to walk down a numbers path here in a second, but he he just changes everything at an alarming level. Yeah, and, and you know, like we said before the ball game, we did a little TV piece about the impact that he makes out there on the floor. It, it's it's unbelievable that he can do it on both ends of the floor. He does it on the offensive end because you just think about how they have to defend him. Everyone uses their center or their their their, their power forward. Uh, in, in the pick and roll. Uh, the Jazz used there in, in Rudy. They're using quite a bit. So he's, they, it's a big concern with him rolling to the basket. It's a big concern with him you know, getting into the paint and, and scoring. And you see the high percentage that he's able to shoot. I mean, he doesn't shoot away from the basket. He had 10 for 14 tonight. So he's impacting the ball game that way. He's also impacting the basketball game on the defense end of the floor. So I'm going to agree with you, I think, boy, he, if he's not defensive player of the year, then yeah, I mean, he's missed a lot of games, but it, the impact's all right. Here, here's my numbers walk for you tonight. So the other night we saw Evan Fournier go 4 of 18. We saw Aaron Gordon go 4 of 18. And tonight we see Victor Oladipo go 6 of 19. And it's because of Rudy. And let me explain this. So Oladipo, I think, went 1 of 2 at the rim tonight. Maybe 1 of 1. We'll have to go back and check. But I believe his regular outing, he gets 6 shots a night at the rim and usually goes about 4 of 6 in those shots. So if tonight, if he had gotten six shots at the rim, he would have three more field goals. He would go nine of 19. He wouldn't look like he, he, it would look like he's having a fine night. But when you take away four or five shots at the rim a night, and now all of a sudden all he's doing is taking his mid-range, which he's good at, but he's only a 40% mid-range shooter. He's shooting 21% from three since the All-Star break. Now all of a sudden he is going to go six of 19. To, make, to simplify that and what you just said, you need layups in order to shoot a great percentage. You don't get layups and you're and, and, and you're relying on that jump shot to shoot a great percentage. It's not going to happen. I mean, I don't care how great of a shooter you are. I mean, and, and, and if you don't get to the rim and get a few layups mixed in with some of those jump shots, that percentage is not going to be great. All right. Rooting hard for Cleveland tonight in Denver. Have a good night. Jazz are rolling. 16 of 18. Ninth straight road win. Tying the 98 Jazz team. See if they can break that in Memphis. Have a good one. Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.